Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 23 of The Outdoor Girls Around the Campfire. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Outdoor Girls Around the Campfire by Laura Lee Hope Chapter 23, The Lean-To For answer, Alan took Betty by the shoulder and shook her gently. Betty, he said, I don't think you understand how really important this is to me. If this old lady is who I think she is, all my difficulties are solved. But I don't see... I'll tell you then, interrupted Alan. There was no doubt but what he was terribly in earnest and something of his excitement communicated itself to Betty. You remember this man who died, my client? He began again, striding along, his hands in his pockets, a furious frown on his face. Remember him? echoed Betty. When have I had a chance to forget? But again, Alan interrupted impatiently. This old man, said the young lawyer, and despite herself, Betty was impressed by his earnestness, was, as I think I have told you before, a pretty stubborn fellow. What he believed, he believed with all his heart, and, what was more, he never allowed anyone to argue with him. For the life of her, Betty could not see what this had to do with the old maid of the mountains. But she said nothing, merely wrinkling up her nose in bewilderment as Alan rushed on. In his younger days, continued Alan, he was in partnership with a man named James Barton. Now it seemed that this old man, this client of mine, had a bitter quarrel with his partner. People who knew both the men when they were young, and I have had occasion to talk to quite a few of them in connection with the case, and in hope of clearing up the mystery, say that no one knew the cause of the quarrel and neither of the two men would say a word about it one way or another. But what has that to do? began Betty, becoming more and more puzzled. I'm telling you, insisted Alan. She had never known him to be so impatient of interruption before. Just about here enters the sister of Luther Weeks. Weeks! Weeks! Luther Weeks! repeated Betty, gazing wide-eyed at Alan. Who was he? Luther Weeks was the name of the old man who had just died, my client, explained Alan, trying hard to be patient. Oh! exclaimed Betty, and then as the thing came to her with full force, she gripped his arm excitedly. Alan, she cried, that is the name of our old lady, our old maid of the mountains, Isabella Weeks. Then that practically settles it, returned Alan, the light of great relief in his eyes. By Jove, but this is luck. You haven't really told me anything, cried Betty shaking his arm, for it was her turn to be impatient. Even if our old maid of the mountains is the sister of your dead client, I don't see... That's the romantic and pathetic part of it, said Alan softly. In her youth, Isabella Weeks was engaged to be married to James Barton, the partner of her brother Luther Weeks. Oh! exclaimed Betty, 
then clapped her hand over her mouth, waiting eagerly for Alan to go on. When the partners quarrelled, the young lawyer continued slowly, Luther Weeks commanded his sister to give up Barton. Did she do it? asked Betty, with all the incredulity of a modern girl for such weakness. Surely she wouldn't give her lover up because her brother told her to. No, answered Alan with a shake of his head. I imagine she wouldn't have sent James Barton away if that had been the only reason. Then what other was there? asked Betty, adding with an impatient shake of her head. Oh, Alan, you were so slow. Give it time, protested Alan, with a smile for impatience. Impatience was marvellously becoming to Betty. It seems, he went on, that Luther Weeks got it into his crusty head that James Barton had mishandled funds belonging to the firm. Oh, said Betty softly, with a swift pang of pity for the Isabella Weeks of that time. And had he, Alan? Alan shook his head soberly. That's just the pity of it, he said. After Luther Weeks had done all the damage he could do by his accusations, driving his sister from him and separating her from the man she loved, he found out that Barton had been perfectly sincere and upright in all his transactions. And what had happened to him then? To James Barton, I mean, asked Betty breathlessly. He had disappeared, said Alan. Went to some other country, perhaps, to start life over again. And Isabella never saw him again? asked Betty pityingly. Never, so far as anyone knows, replied Alan, adding grimly. I tell you, Luther Weeks has had a good deal to answer for. And so that is what he, Luther Weeks, that is, had on his conscience? Betty rather stated than asked. What was his will, Alan? His will makes restitution as far as restitution is possible, returned Alan. He left all his money to his sister, Isabella Weeks, in case she could be found. Betty's face lighted joyfully. Oh, Alan, she cried, did he leave much money? It isn't a fortune, but it's enough. Forty thousand dollars. Betty drew in her breath sharply. Alan, she breathed, do you realise what that will mean to our old maid of the mountains? Not a fortune. It will seem limitless wealth to her. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. They heard the voice of the other girls and boys directly ahead of them, and, taking Alan by the hand, little Captain dragged him eagerly forward. Oh, hurry, hurry, she begged. I can't wait to tell them. She paused, eyeing Alan half doubtfully. It will be all right to tell them, won't it? she asked. Perfectly, said Alan cheerfully. I don't care how many of them know about it now. The more the merrier. So Betty experienced the unutterable delight of breaking the glad news to the girls, and, even before she had finished, they were all, by mutual consent, starting in the direction of the cabin of the old maid of the mountains. I can't believe it yet, said Molly, her eyes looking as if they were about to pop out of her head with wonder and delight. And to think that just the other day we were wondering what we could do to help her. I can't wait to see her face when we tell her, said Grace, smiling in happy anticipation. I reckon she will turn all rosy and pink, the way it does sometimes when she forgets to be sad. It seems too wonderful to be true, said quiet Amy, adding a soft little voice as if she were half ashamed of what she was saying. Sometimes it does seem that if you try very hard to help someone and wish very hard for their happiness, something beautiful happens in the end. It surely seems that way, said the little captain. Will took Amy's hand in his for a moment, saying, with an adoring look, and one is lucky to have you rooting for him, Amy Blackford. And so absorbed were they all that no one noticed they had taken the wrong path until they had gone for a considerable distance into the woods. This was the easiest kind of mistake to make, for at one point the two woods paths intersected, going on from the point of intersection almost at right angles, one to the other, in their preoccupation, the young folks had taken the wrong path. A perfectly simple thing to do, Roy declared, 
but not a very serious mistake except in that it will take us a little longer to reach the old maid of the mountains with the glad news in their present state of impatience however any sort of delay seemed almost tragic and the girls grumbled considerably as they turned to retrace their steps they had gone only a few feet when a call from frank brought them to a startled standstill there was something in his voice that made them turn quickly toward him look he said in a cautiously lowered tone as he pointed ahead into the woods see that smoke over there means a camp of some sort let's go and investigate said will immediately feeling a sudden terrific thirst for battle it was just a little further on that those tramps attacked us the other day maybe say maybe he said no more but began running full speed through the woods towards the spiral of smoke that curled upward through the trees the girls had almost forgotten about the tramp by that time but will excitement and lust of battle communicated itself to them and they followed him hotfoot careful the while to make as little noise as possible we're probably following a false scent again gasped molly there isn't one chance in a hundred there are tramps anywhere around here as they approached closer to their goal they could distinctly hear the sound of voices and their approach became still more cautious creeping closer they saw through the trees the most curious little structure they had ever laid eyes on it was a hut hardly more than a lean-to made of logs and piled together in haphazard fashion grass and leaves had been used to stuff up the cracks and on one side the side nearest the girls and boys was a small opening evidently intended for a window i wonder what they do when it rains betty whispered to molly who had pressed up close beside her they haven't thought to put glass in their window maybe said molly with a suppressed chuckle it never rains on this side of the house but will had stolen near enough to the cabin if such it could be called to look in through the windows now he crept back to them holding up a cautioning hand they're in there he whispered his eyes black with excitement and eagerness the roughnecks who robbed us and a couple of others as well end of chapter twenty three read by Inkel. lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.